Welcome to issue 208 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Natalie, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Natalie, welcome to the lair. Thank you. <laughs> and Christian. Hi, thanks for having me. And Angela. Good to be here. <laughs> and lastly, Steve. Hi, Natalie. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you on. Uh, so our listeners, there are three special voices, I guess, all five of us are special, but there's three <laughs> non-regular voices. Uh, Daniel and I are here, but we are joined by the varied and bored couple, Christian and Angela. How you guys doing? Well, we're doing good, and <laughs> yeah, we'll just good. say we promise to be short this time. I feel like every time we're on the show, you know, we stretch the limits of the time limit. Right now, you're so, doing. You're oh, doing he's it doing so it right fun. now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. folks know you two, and they should be listening to your show, the Married and Board podcast. Hopefully, they yes. are. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but Thank we you. have a a fifth voice on here, Natalie. Hello, Natalie. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Um, I was sick last week, but I'm good now. So yay. <laughs> oh, good timing. So glad you recovered. Yeah. <laughs> people people want to know who is Natalie. Uh, what do you do out in the gaming world? Are do you do anything out there? <laughs> no, I play no games whatsoever. I was just invited here randomly. No. <laughs> um, so I play. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so mostly I play board games solo is how I started out. Um, and that was through nursing school um, as something to do. And then I got into the community of board gaming. And that's also how I came into living card games. So other than like proper board games and playing those, I have played all three of the living card games that are Arkham, Marvel and Lord of the Rings. Um, with Marvel being my most played game, actually, of all the games I have. <laughs> oh, Us too, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, I just uh, started up on Instagram because I didn't want to bug any of my non-board gaming friends with my flood of board gaming stuff while I just pretty much scrapbook when I play. Um, and then just started to go on a bunch of socials and conventions and just randomly made friends with other board game people <laughs> so, so what's your insta then so folks want to go out and check it out um yeah so it's board gamer girl but it's um uh, it's always weird to say it's gay as in like g-a-y gamer <laughs> not just like playing board gamer because i've had other people tell me like we tried to find you on instagram and we put in board gamer girl and it's some girl from australia and i'm like no 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 that's not that's not me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's bored gay as in gay with a rainbow gamer girl <laughs> okay and we'll make sure yeah. we put a link to it down in our show yeah as well. yeah um it, it's fun folks to check it out and and follow along so um and we found you because we listened to the married and bored show and i heard you guys you all three of you on talking i'm like you know what? we need to have this crew come and join us so here you are 
Yeah, we had a yeah, fun time yeah. chatting with her about solo games, like she mentioned. So yes. yeah, it's good to good yeah. to be on another show with you um, one more time. Yes, I appreciate Christian and Angela being here as well. It's like, yay, reunion time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're outnumbered, Steve. We are a little bit tonight. It's okay. <laughs> In the fourth and fifth wheel. <laughs> we're the captain. Well, I guess, now. Daniel, we can go and they can just finish the show off. So. <laughs> No, I like new friends. This is fun. Okay, Yay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> so can I go a little bit off topic, Steve, and ask Natalie a question? Go for it. That's what we're so doing. as a solo gamer, Natalie, I have just gotten into Final Girl. Have you played that? Oh, I have played it. Yeah, a, a long time ago I played it, actually. What do you think? Um, For me, it was okay. I did, right. like, I liked the mechanics of it and like buying the different packs and having it thematically be um based off of different horror movies and stuff but horror and that kind of theme is just not for me and then i think i only played the first like kind of intro box from final girl sure and i liked it but i felt like the dice rolling really controls like if you fail bad to start you're just failing like <laughs> right right hard and i'm like i'm okay with this but i feel like i wish there was just a little bit of a tweak somehow but it had been a long time since i played it, and i'd only played that box so there's so much out there now that i'm sure one of them has to hit so it is delightful and it's sort of relentless fail more mechanic yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> seems appropriate right, i was yeah. just wondering because yeah i just sort of started getting some of those boxes and uh, looking at it Christian and Angela, you guys did a show about that, didn't you? Or you've talked about it, at least. We did. We talked about it with Natalie. And... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you should go listen to their show all see, about it. I fell asleep during that show. So. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh, burn. Nice. Yeah. that's okay. <laughs> we, welcome, that's okay. we welcome you back for more. A second listen. Um, yeah, no, we kind of feel the same. Christian has a tough time playing solo games in general. So it is no big surprise that he um, started it and did not finish one game of Final Girl. <laughs> and oh, I man. played quite a few um, playthroughs, only like three different scenar like scenario boxes, but like quite a th few playthroughs. And it's just punishing. So mm -hmm. um, I think I have to get... We, we were just talking today because we moved our set of Final Girl... <laughs> from one shelf to another and we were like we got to give this another chance <laughs> yeah okay well thank you for your insights because i haven't really thrown it out yet i've just bought it the stuff <laughs> true to my <laughs> um, i haven't thrown it out yet that's that's great uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but natalie back back to you here so you know we're a villain show and we want to know who your favorite marvel villain is in the game or otherwise um okay well in the game or otherwise uh i think i like hella so otherwise mm -hmm. since since hella is played by kate blanchett in the movie <laughs> i can't help but put that little note in there but um <laughs> hella who's from mad titan's shadow so part of the reason i really liked playing hella was the other LCG that I play is Lord of the Rings and it's a lot more like quest worthy and sometimes have to go like pick up like a hostage or whatever. And Hela thematically goes through like a journey with 
um, going through the different levels and the side schemes and the minions and having to have the different timing. So I feel like she like really like brings her theme to the whole set that she has. Mm. Plus, I like to say when the when the when the wolf is out there to be like, and your little dog too. <laughs> Every time it's on the table, <laughs> I can't help it, especially playing solo. So that's always great for me by myself. But um, nice. yeah. Steve, I mean, thank you my for favorite. bringing. Thank you, thank you, Steve, for bringing another voice of reason into the yeah, lab. I agree. Um, <laughs> Mike is just just wrong. He's just wrong he about is. this. It's probably why he didn't show up tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's not a big Hella fan, then, huh? <sighs> yeah, he figured out how to game the scenario and. Took well, it out. yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just it like the managing the management of like different things and feeling like I'm really going through a story. Like the other thing is, I mean, it doesn't work for me as much solo, but I really liked um, Kang as well for the theme, where it's like um, at the one point where you all like if you have multiplayer going on, then each of you have to face a different version of Kang. So like ancient Egypt or what, and yep. like future mm -hmm. Kang and whatever. Like, I really like that, but obviously it doesn't hit as well when you're playing just solo, but um, one day I'll play that one multiplayer. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really fun. Multiplayer. Yeah. Well, rub it in Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to kind of heroes. Maybe we can get a game in. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think that was like on my birthday this year too. And I was wanting to go for it. And then I'm like, oh, I can't this year. I had other plans. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, maybe later this year. All right. We, uh, as the villains, we like to see the heroes get, you know, defeated time and yeah. time again. So who's the hero you like to see just get trounced? I mean, there's a whole lot of different ones, but I'm going to kind of like, play in a gray area only because I like how Scarlet Witch kind of like borders like a gray area of are you an anti-hero kind of person? So it's like, say I've got Scarlet Witch playing against um, Hela and it's like, okay, if Hela, if, if, if Hela trounces Scarlet Witch, then I'm like saying, okay, you're, you're, you're a good character for this round or whatever. But then if Scarlet Witch wins, it's like, okay, well, you manipulated and used some of the encounter deck to to kick some butt, but kind of took from the dark side kind of thing. So I like the characters that kind of border that that good and evil. But um, when it's Scarlet Witch and then also just Spider-Ham, because <laughs> Spider-Ham is kind of like hit or miss with a lot of people and breaking that fourth wall is neat and everything. But I feel like sometimes a little annoying that you that that it's fun to kick kick his butt with a villain sometimes. <laughs> That's a good fix. I like those. Good yeah, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel likes Scarlet Witch, and maybe it's because she's kind of a villain. Daniel. That's it. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, when she's got her hex bolt and molecular decay, and then has to use the encounter deck, and it comes back to either haunt her. So it's like it swings either way. So I felt it was like a really good one where she's kind of like in the middle of can be a villain, could be a good guy. It's great. Uh, you know, don't, I mean, hey, sorry to bring this up, Natalie, but she's fantastic in multiplayer where you really ruin <laughs> oh, your yeah. friends' lives. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Even I felt better. like playing solo, in, like she can play, she can play so well with um, all the different aspects. I usually like yeah. her most with Justice, but, you know, some of the, some of the heroes are best where it's like, 
all you can build the deck and be pretty okay by yourself but yeah one day i'll play <laughs> one day i'll play all these things with other people <laughs> i played one i played one time with somebody else so i mean maybe that'll be on my 2024 list to do love it yeah, i've never i've never thought of thinking about characters as like towing the line between good and evil either so like hearing you say that about scarlet witch really is like thematic for who she is so that, that that's yeah. pretty cool I'm all about theme. <laughs> I feel like I'd also want to kick Deadpool's butt, but I haven't played Deadpool yet, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that was great. I'm glad we got a chance to get to know you, and the folks are probably wondering what we're going to do tonight. Right, Dan? Don't you think? <laughs> With all these people in the lair. All these people. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have people come on just to... For no reason. I mean, we love getting to know people and chatting, but we, we have a goal in mind. There is a scheme here that we're trying to complete. And uh, tonight we're going to look at the Acolyte set. Last week we talked about Exodus, who is an Acolyte. Uh, and this week we are each going to talk about one of the five different Acolyte minions. So that's Ooh. what we have five people on. So Nice. Now, Steve, this might astonish you. I've never heard of these guys. I am not surprised. So <laughs> you sent me to research. Oh, this unfortunate person you sent me to research. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> they they are sort of like '90s villains, I believe. I think they all kind of probably come okay. out around the same time. But we're gonna we're gonna do lore. We're gonna look at a card, and then we'll talk about the rest of the modular set afterwards. So shall we get to it then? We 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 got a bunch to go through here. So yep, yep. Let's Who's go first? Oh, it's me. Yes. Uh, yes, because I have Fabian Cortez, who we will discover is like the leader of the Acolytes. Right. Anyhow, uh, so Fabian Cortez, a mutant, a spoiled little rich kid, a banjo player, a dazzler <laughs> fanboy and a Magneto fetisher. He has a fetish for Magneto's helmet. Oh, he Ooh. first appears. I'm not going to say anymore. First... <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> He first appears in X-Men Volume 2, number 1, in August of 1991. He is born into wealth and privilege, and he gets really bored with it. So he decides to join what's called the Upstarts for a little bit of excitement. Now, the Upstarts are a bunch of mutants organized by the Games Master, who gives out points if you kill other mutants. So, Fabian wants points, and he, appears, he apparently is pretty good at this game, because he kills a lot of mutants. Uh, throughout his career what he does is he goes out and he gathers up a bunch of other mutants and he names them the Echolites. Uh, that's you guys and he uses them to infiltrate asteroid m where magneto lives and he arranges for the destruction of it and the death of magneto uh, that's a lot of points that he gets <laughs> ching ton of points okay um so he kills off what happens is uh, the asteroid is destroyed with all the other acolytes on board He's the only one who escapes. So he then goes out and he gathers up more acolytes. Round two. He just pretends he didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> someone eventually overhears him and they snitch on him and they're like, hey, this guy killed Magneto and all the other acolytes, uh, which is not fair to, you know, spy on him. And all the new acolytes just <laughs> abandon him. Uh, you know, we know villains don't stay dead. So Magneto comes back to life and Fabian loses all of his points, which is also not fair. Um, Poor spoiled little rich kid. Uh, okay, so don't worry. Don't worry. He has a foolproof plan now 
He's going to kidnap Magneto's daughter and start a civil war on Genosha. And then Exodus, who we talked about last week, uh, kills Fabian. So Fabian dies the first time. Number one. Okay. Let's keep score. All right. Let's see how many times he dies. Right. So he's, he comes back to life because that's what they do. Uh, and he's causing trouble with Magneto's clone. Some stuff goes down and Magneto throws him 50 miles. He picks him up and he chucks him 50 miles. Splat. He dies. So he's dead a second time. <laughs> Well, fear not, he is back for a third run here with there's something called the Necrotia, and it like brings all these people back, but he comes back as an unkillable zombie that Deadpool somehow kills, so he dies a third time. Number three, okay, so he's been dead three times now. Uh, he decides he's going to go back with the upstarts, and him and his buddies in the upstarts kill the nasty boys, who we do have a modular set for. Uh, yeah. So he kills all of them, but eventually, after some stuff, it, there's a sentinel one out there and that vaporizes fabian so he's dead four times we're on fourth death okay wow uh, yeah then just for some reason we don't know why he's just back oh he, he's with exodus he's with the acolytes again during the whole house of x storyline i just don't explain it uh, he works for the six and sword and he they're fighting the symbiotes and he gets killed by Null, who is the king of the symbiotes, which we talked about a oh, way long time ago. So, yeah, he's dead like five times now. OK, um, but fear not, fear not five times. He's like a cat here. He's still got four to go, I think. Uh, Jean Grey brings him back to life, uh, but she brings him back and he's nude and he's confused. and He doesn't know what's going on when she first brings him back, which is kind of a funny thing because he, he to see him kind of suffer that way. Um, it's how we all enter the world. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like he's born again. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, he meets up with the Quiet Council, which is like a governing body of mutants, right? Uh, but he is betrayed by Amelia Vaught. Not fair. Whoever's doing Whoa. Amelia. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so now he's depressed. He's humiliated. He takes to drinking. His favorite place to drink. Daniel, can you guess where he likes to go drinking? I'm going to make this guess only because it sort of appears in my story. Does he go to drink at the Hellfire Club? Uh, no. He goes Rats. to drink at the Green Lagoon, which is Blob's Wait, Tiki Bar. Blob's Bar? Yes, he goes hang Oh, out man. How did I not guess that? I know. All right. So while he's there, he has like a moment of self-realization <laughs> along with like Nightcrawler helps him out. And it turns out that Fabian, he just wants to be liked and respected and which all of that self-doubt has caused his terrible bad behavior and the murdering of all these other mutants right that's all it is um but he realizes that others can never like him if he doesn't like himself so he oh, wow. learns to love himself so it's a happy ending N Oof. not oh it's not it's not hold on good because i just threw up in my mouth a little bit <laughs> okay good there's this thing onslaught puts him in a coma and there he is so he remains in a coma but currently that's that's where fabian is Wow. He's just misunderstood. He is. Yeah. Like most villains. You might ask, what are his powers? Yeah, what <laughs> are yes. they? What are his Thank powers? You. What are his powers? Thank you, Angela. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, his powers are to augment other people's powers, often yeah. to insane levels. Uh, so he can, he interacts like with like Psylocke, and he just gives her crazy psychic abilities. Um, she can like hear every mutant on the planet or her, her blades are so powerful. She can stab Magneto, which normally she wouldn't be able to because he's too strong, that sort of thing. Uh, he can use that power 
uh, to like overload the mutants, which can cause an addiction in them. So they have to come, they keep coming back to him for him to do it again and again and again. He can also heal mutants or he can harm mutants by messing up their genetic code, which is what he does to Magneto. Magneto, he keeps telling Magneto he's healing him, but really he's draining his power. So then he, Magneto has to keep coming back to feel like he's getting healed. It's this like little cycle. So, um, and then he can kind of use his powers to constrict, uh, use them sort of like as an energy field to constrict people in him. That's about it. So his main thing is to mess with other people's powers. Now, can he only augment those powers, Steve? Or can he take them away? He can use his ability to harm mutants, which doesn't necessarily remove their power, but eventually, if he does it, like, they'll feel like they're being healed by him, but really, he's draining them, so they they have to, like, keep coming back to him in order to, quote-unquote, get healed, but he just keeps draining them little by little by little until they, until he's eventually killed Oof. them. So. A true leader. He seems really, like, good. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why isn't he a bigger character? Yeah. Like, he can do... Like, it's a cool power. Like, I can make yeah. people... Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He manipulated Magneto, so he's got to be smart. Yeah, he's pretty smart, too. So, you know, and they always tell you, too, like, you know, he's a tactical genius and all these sort of things. But I didn't care about any of that, because, you know, that's not fun. Because <laughs> everyone he, is. He, he's, he's good at that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, Christian's right, though. He's kind of a weenie in the game. Well, should we look at his card, then? Sure. All right. Uh... Fabian Cortez is a unique minion with a one scheme, one attack, four health, the acolyte and elite trait. He has the teamwork keyword acolyte, which we will have to talk about at the end. Uh, villainous. When defeated, the player who defeated Fabian Cortez discards cards from the encounter deck until an acolyte minion is discarded and puts that minion into play. Engage with them. Three boost icons. Hmm. He's directing the show. Yeah, he's directing the show. And he's got villainous which is like the only one in the group with villainous that shows i think usually more of the leadership skills in the the game Mm. yep and i do it's kind of neat if you do defeat him the acolytes rally to him because he's been lying he lies to them a lot right they don't realize he's doing these sort of things and and they they do follow him pretty pretty well usually up to a point i was gonna say the four health doesn't seem too intimidating um uh for what he what you said he can do (laughs) it doesn't seem like a lot um, but three boosts is pretty deadly if it, if you get that in an encounter or something. Yeah, yeah, three boosts is nice. I think the four health is. Um, I mean, it does die a lot, so it kind of makes sense. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. When he, he's when he is defeated, he doesn't come back. But you you defeat him and he brings back somebody else. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, uh, and we'll let's look, circle around to teamwork after. Um, Who's next? I want to hear about the next one. And uh, that's going to be Angela. Oh, she has the yes. the most interesting named one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, Good I'm, luck, Angela. I'm going to just go bold and confident here. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Unicyon. Ooh, okay. And um, Carmela is her uh, human name, I guess. <laughs> but she's a mutant. She is a former member of the Acolytes. Um, and it's a little bit confused on comic lore but she's either the daughter or the younger sister of Eunice the Untouchable who is another mutant okay okay uh yeah she first appears in 93 so she is a 90s mutant like you said <laughs> um so she believes she's one of the chosen ones to carry on Magneto's legacy and he Magneto is presumed like you said dead after Asteroid M was 
defeated. So she's in the second round of acolytes because all the other ones were killed by, um, <clears throat> you know who, Fabian. Mm-hmm. And uh, she stays loyal to Magneto from... She goes to Avalon, and then she goes to the deserts of Earth, where Cyclops uh, is, like, her only... Well, maybe there's three of them. So I think there's, like, a select group of people that just got teleported to Earth after the fall of Avalon. Cyclops is with her. Uh, Then she goes to uh, Genosha, but she's loyal to Magneto through all of this, even when um, Fabian kind of attempts a... I don't know if it's a coup or something like to put what, uh, what? Mag- Magneto in his place mm, and she stays okay. loyal to Magneto. Uh, she later joins other mutants under the lead of Mr. Sinister. So that is also in uh, the campaign. And so you might ask, what are her powers? Angela, what are her powers? See, that's how you do it, guys. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> she can take psionic energy and make it solid so she generates like a solid solid psionic energy field that protects from physical harm but also like energy harm uh she calls it her exoskeleton uh you can see it on the card it's like a field um she can reshape it and usually it's in the fit in the shape of a large hand so it kind of Reminds me of Miss Marvel, to be honest. But yeah, mm. so she can like pick up things with that huge hand uh, if she reshapes her solid psionic energy into that. She's the big D&D mage hand. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> um, but all of this like power is an extension of her mind. So the one uh, maybe weakness is that if you destroy her field, that renders her unconscious. So if you destroy her psionic feedback, solid psionic feedback, um, she is gonna she's gonna be unconscious. Mm. And there she is. There she be. Now you said she's like, uh, let's say, daughter or something of Unis, which yes. we we are getting as a villain in the Age of Apocalypse. Ooh, are we oh, really? There you go. Yeah, yeah. I have to admit, I have no idea who that is. Well, it was very conf- like comic geniuses out there were very confused if she was the daughter or the younger sister so there's an age gap but we don't know the relation somehow related sure okay well i thought she was italian and it was a new schione but hey there you go that's a great (laughs) dish yeah that's good we were discussing the pronunciation off air yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that was my guess and then when you said her name was like carmela i'm like yeah it could work yeah it could yeah totally i I, you know what? I feel bad that I dropped off her Italian heritage. <laughs> I mean, just... Well, because this is like an international crew, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You, Unasconi. That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, Angela, tell us about her in the game. Okay. So she is a uh, minion, a unique minion. Uh, she is a two scheme and a two attack. Uh, she's an acolyte um, with four health, and she also has the teamwork, teamwork acolyte trait and toughness. Mm. And when defeated, give the villain a tough status card. If the villain already has a tough status card, heal four damage from it, and then two boost. So I think this works perfectly with her shield. She is providing a shield for the villain. 
Yeah, it would be disappointed if she didn't have tough based on her powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's neat that the when defeated couldn't heal the villain as well, so that you know if he's already tough, it doesn't doesn't with. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's her saying like, "Here, I'll protect you," and then the villain's like, "No, no, I got it." And then she's <laughs> like, "All right, well then I'm giving you like a break so you can heal." Yeah. I mean that that hairstyle kind of gives the '90s away as well. Yeah, absolutely. She's rocking it though. I'm oh yeah, she's also from Jersey. You know what? The more I think about it, the more I really messed up the name. It has got to be. <laughs> gotta be. Uh, yeah. No, no. All these art uh, are they've credited art, so they were made for the game, which accounts, I think, for their uh, matching uniforms. So, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the big V is. Cause yeah, no. Shouldn't it be a big A, maybe? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an upside-down A. There you go. Is that like the middle part yeah. of an M for Magneto? Ooh. There it, is. it would be they for like her. They like line up, little. and it's mm-hmm. a very long M. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet that's it. <laughs> oh, golly. Well, Steve, who is next? Who is next? It's going to be Christian. Christian, you're mm. up. Yeah, so um, I am talking about Delgado, uh, and that is not Spanish. That is his name. Um, His name is Marco Delgado. Um, My favorite thing about him that I have figured out is in all my research, it says Delgado was a member of the Alkalites. He died. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in multiple different places. That was like the first two sentences. Um, and so we know yeah, a let's lot read about his card. Him. Yeah, we know a lot. About him. <laughs> He's a big part of the team. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. contributed a lot. He doesn't resurrect. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's part of the original crew. He um, was debuted in that you know the famous 1991 uh, X Men run along with uh, Fabian Cortez um, and uh, Delgado's power is he gets really strong and he can like grow and increase his size. It also says he can increase his size to an unknown limit. So he could just keep going. Wow. Um, I don't, he doesn't even know how large I'm like, is that how he died? He tried to push the limit. (laughs) Yeah. He he just exploded like a big (laughs) zit. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it was, it's, it's a cool power, which I, th- I think is really great. Um, and so he was, you know, he was along with the crew that we've mentioned before um, with the Acolytes, uh, Asteroid M. Uh, he did not make it off the asteroid, however. Um, he mm. was one of those that died. And whose fault is that? Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite pieces of information that I did find out about Delgado is that in the comic itself, Wolverine and Beast were fighting this guy and they themselves had a conversation saying like, who is this guy? We don't know who he is. Um, do we, I think he was a guy from shield and no, no, he wasn't. Uh, and then they just said, well, we can figure out his backstory after we take him down. And those are like, le- like literal quotes from Wolverine. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. It was very nebulous in uh, what he can do. Um, I thought he worked really well with Fabian. If Fabian's 
is to boost um, powers like Delgado's power. He would be a good one to, you know, to amplify uh, and just to get stronger and stronger. So uh, unfortunately, there's not a ton of information about him, but we do know that he's dead. So uh, I think that's that's where the story ends. Yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just did. Let's jump into his card, too. So like like the other acolytes so far, uh, Delgado is a unique minion. His schemes for one and he attacks for two. Uh, he's a little uh, beefy boy. He does have six health, uh, which makes sense with uh, the ability to grow. Uh, he has my one of my least favorite keywords in the game, uh, retaliate one. Uh, so whenever he does get remember punched, where, you mean your favorite? Remember where you are. Favorite. It is so good that Delgado can retaliate uh, <laughs> because those heroes deserve it. That's right. <laughs> well said, sir. Beast, Wolverine, you don't know who I am. I'll slap you when you hit me. There you go. One point gone. Uh, he also has the acolyte teamwork um, keyword as well. Uh, he does have a, a when defeated trigger and discard each stunned and confused status card from the villain and give it a face down boost card. And then he does have two boost cards himself. Um, I don't know how this one fits into his theme. I I am having a hard time connecting the dots. So if you guys have uh, any easier way, <laughs> any way to do Got that, me. but it's just like he's dead and let's just make the villain slash harder slash stronger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I feel like his st- his attack should be bigger if he can grow, right? But I guess maybe that's the retaliate. But then that when defeated is, I don't know. Maybe the villain is like, "No, you killed Delgado," and he like shakes himself out of his fugue. And, <laughs> right. Not Delgado. <laughs> Not Delgado. I don't know anything I about him. Was, I was just. I thought he was him. dead. Yeah. Who is this guy? I don't even know his backstory yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, um, the theme in the Acolytes does seem to be very defensive. And so, like, it makes sense to to have, like, maybe not super strong attacks. Um, and they just take a lot of damage and distract you, distract the hero uh, from attacking the main villain. So I think he's really good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And it does, you know, six health. He's got a little bit more than everybody. That makes sense. So. Yep. And if I'm playing, he's going to have an attachment because that always happens so he's just gonna get boosted, <laughs> boosted in some yeah. other way yeah all right well natalie you're up you uh you have amelia let's do it yes so i have amelia Vot is how i guess i'm gonna say that um so she first appeared in uncanny x-men issue 300 um in 1993 so early life, she has citizenship in America and Krokoa. Um, she actually left home because her family hate- hated her mutant gifts. So she became a registered nurse and traveled to India, where she actually met um, Professor X. Um, so she and Professor X um, hung out. No. <laughs> so she took care of Professor X during her time there and during when he lost the ability for his legs. So the two fell in love and shared an apartment in Bombay. Oh. So, really? yeah. so it's like, okay. oh, little love story, a uh, little love story. And then, you know, the good part when she will eventually get evil, but we'll get there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so Amelia and Professor X actually didn't know that they were both mutants at the time when they started to get together. Um, and Professor X uh, became obsessed trying to make a machine that tracked mutants 
aka Cerebro. Um, his hope was to have it to protect and educate them so they wouldn't turn into threats to themselves or others. But when Amelia found the plans, she thought he was planning to exterminate mutants. And so she revealed herself as a mutant and went to attack him, only to be stopped when um, Professor X revealed himself as a mutant as well. So um, when they both revealed themselves, it actually strengthened their relationship for a time. And they also just had different ideals over time um, when it concerned mutants and human coexistence. So as we know, Professor X wanted to open coexistence between humans and mutants, and Amelia thought it was best to just hide. Um, so once Professor X brought on Cyclops, so Scott Summers, um, she left, no, for <laughs> for training, <laughs> she left Xavier. So um, citing this was that it would only lead to dooming mutant kind to start training mutants uh, like Cyclops. So in a panic, Xavier tried to compel her with his mutant abilities, but he quickly stopped. However, it was too late. Amelia was hurt and angry and ultimately left. And after a few years of hiding, found and joined Magneto, who she had actually met through Xavier years ago. So mm. now the good stuff. <laughs> um, so this led Amelia to join the Acolytes, which started as a small group, or originally led by Fabian Cortez. So um, Amelia, be being one of the more experienced mutants in the group when it started, she had some seniority in the group uh, when they actually stole the space shuttle to join Magneto on his orbital base, um, Asteroid M. Um, Amelia didn't agree with some of the group's more extreme policies, like the killing of humans, boo, but, <laughs> but pledged to follow Magneto's principles, particularly the mutant right to superiority over normal humans, at least. Um, so some worshipped Magneto and regarded him as the mutant messiah. So when Magneto learned of their intentions, this is how Magneto allowed them to stay. And that's how this group became his acolytes. So in fact, as mentioned earlier, she also assisted in defeating Fabian Cortez when he attempted to use an amnesiac uh, Magneto to gain control of the acolytes. So um, yeah, she, she pew-pewed Fabian for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you, and then, you, you kill off all your friends and everybody hates you. Jeepers. Man. Yeah, she's kind of not the most fun <laughs> of the evil group. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are her powers? So um, Amelia's mutant abilities include her being able to turn herself and matter um, within her eyesight into a mist-like state. And then she can move that mist through the astral plane, which allows her to teleport. So basically, she can teleport and um, change into, like, mist-likeness. So I think it goes a little bit more with her card for Marvel Champions. Agreed. Tell us about that. So, um, she is a unique minion and has two scheme and one attack. Her health is at five. And she uses the keywords stalwart and teamwork. Um, when defeated, the player who defeated Amelia Vote is confused. If they are already confused, then place two threat on the main scheme. And she also has two boost icons. So, yeah, I think, like, her being, like, she 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 mystifies the heroes and confuses Whoa, love them. It. <laughs> love it. Wow. That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Couldn't help it. It was there. Had to grab it. <laughs> so, Steve, need, while you defeat need... her, you're confused. No. That is not what it says. 
Sorry. Sorry. We have a long-standing debate on this. No, she's very interesting. I like the stalwart with the mist. I like, do. You, st- yeah. you can't really stun her because she can just kind of go astral. That's kind of neat. Yeah. And then, uh, um, and then you go to punch her. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Where'd she go? You get confused. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 She was neat. Her story's got like a whole backstory for for this. Yeah, group. she was a, she was a lover. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought you were telling us West Side Story. Yeah, it's like yeah. wait a second. I swear I'm gonna get to get to the evil part, guys. <laughs> they don't just always start as bad guys like every time, right? I mean, they have lives before that sometimes. Well, yeah. so, some of us do, Steve. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she seems cool. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, one more, Daniel. One yeah, more. here we go. So, you know how the Marvel Universe is peopled by interesting and exotic characters? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yes. Sonyaka <laughs> is not one of them. Oh. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. So, he, so while Amelia Vote was um, spending, you know, Uncanny X-Men issue number 300 in love with Professor X and, like, helping him out, um, Sinyaka was leading uh, an attack on a hospice and killing all the patients and doctors and nurses there. So, um, oh, you got the bad guy. Yeah. Bad guy. So, okay. the one character trait that is often associated with the beloved Sinyaka is he's a little bit bloodthirsty. Um, but like, um, like you, Steve, like Fabian Cortez, he has also died multiple times. Oh, and okay. like you, Christian, as Delgado. Senyaka is actually dead. Finally. <laughs> yes. He has ended his, his days beheaded by Wolverine and X-23. So go. that's his end. But how did he get to that end? Well, not interestingly, I'm afraid. He is a perennial, like, toady. And if someone is not leading him, he does not know what to do. Um, so he follows Fabian around. Fabian goes away. Um he declares Magneto as a false god. He's just always looking for a leader. Um, and when he when he doesn't have one, he's like somewhat kind of kind of paralyzed. Um, and so he dies over and over, comes back to life because of his power. Now you might ask, what is his power? What is it? What is well, that's a great question. Life. Thank you. Yeah. What <laughs> Senyaka can do is drain the life force from other people. Okay, mm. so a very roguish him, of him, or he touches you, he drains that life force. And now, what's interesting is like that life force turns out like it becomes like like a bioelectric kind of. It, it becomes physical, and and it it takes the form of whips. So you often see him pictured with these like two whips in his hands. Well, these whips are actually psionic bioelectric energy that he has channeled out of other people. Holy cow! So that's, that's how he keeps. Um, being alive um because if you don't like i guess you know remove his his head um mm-hmm. and and like someone touches him so like his first time he died some shield doctor touched him and he you know drained the life force from him um mm-hmm. and, and and so that kind of thing happened but he's just he's he's bloodthirsty he's a mercenary he has no real fixed belief system or anything too compelling <laughs> about him um Though, you know, his low health on his card speaks to the multiple deaths, like we talked about with Fabian, right? Like, it's so easy to kill him. Um, now, there are a couple in- couple interesting things about him. One is, um, he's Sri Lankan. I don't know many other characters in the Marvel Universe that are from Sri Lanka. And 
Steve, get this. He's 5'10", 173 pounds. So he is the only character that we've ever talked to that I could play in the movies. And so if Disney is listening, I'm available. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he's appeared in the films yet, but... Um, you or Jake... Johnson could play him, right? I guess. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's Sinyaka. He's, yeah, he just, he's a killer. He's a remorseless, vicious killer. So let's see how that translates to his card. Sinyaka is a <laughs> unique minion, one scheme, three attack, and he's got a little asterisk next to his attack. Um, he's got three health, acolyte trait, teamwork, acolyte, which is a keyword. Um, his attacks gain piercing. Those whips. Now, when defeated, the player who defeated Sinyaka is stunned. If they're already stunned, they take three damage, and he has three boost icons. Okay. Three boost icons. So a couple yeah. of these guys with that. Yeah. So that's good. And getting stunned when you beat him up, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with a three attack with piercing, you're going to have to take him down. Yeah. I feel like. And then when you do it, you got to time it right, right? You're going to get stunned. Yeah. And take he's... yeah. I mean, it yeah. makes sense that he's sort of the scariest of this group because, like, he well, grabbing himself, life force. He himself was awful, and he drained life force. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But did yeah, you like, know that his his um hair and eyes are unknown? Oh he no. Head? He's always Tired. got that little yeah that that okay. head scarf that head wrap. Interesting. Yeah. So he could be anyone. He could be next to you right now. <laughs> he could be you, and we wouldn't know it. <laughs> That's exactly Delgado. <laughs> he could be Delgado. You're just um, telling your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he's um seems to be an unpleasant fellow. Um but he is in the uh universe no longer with us. Okay. So a lot of dead people. <laughs> yeah, the acolytes didn't seem to fare very well yeah. in, the, in the comics. No, there's like there's more of them, so this is like round yeah. one. Yeah. So we okay. could maybe get more in the future, you know. Mm. Okay. But Steve, there's other cards in this little set than beyond just the five of us. Yeah, there are. There's there's two. There's a treachery here. Uh, Natalie, why don't you tell us about the treachery? Well, why not? Okay, so um, the treachery card for the Acolytes is Zeal for the Cause. Um, it says, when revealed, resolve the when defeated ability of each Acolyte minion engaged with you. If you are not engaged with an Acolyte minion... Discard cards from the encounter deck until a minion is discarded, then reveal it. And then it's got one boost icon. Mm. That's a lot. I am so disappointed by this card, guys. Uh-oh. Why? I want it to be when revealed, resolved, when defeated ability of each acolyte in play. Oh. Mm. In yeah, play that makes a pretty, difference. Pretty legit. That, that would be, be really nice and bonkers. Especially since it only has one boost. But. Yeah. That I don't feel like sense. we're unified enough to have that. You know, like it doesn't feel like there's a lot of infighting. Okay. Amelia's out here trying to take us down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Amelia's and, fault, but it's. Yeah. It's so, who's that on the art? Is that Exodus? No, he doesn't have that crazy thing behind him. I don't. I don't mm. know. And what's the cause? Oh, the like Support Magneto in all ways. Yeah. Right? But yeah. my guy doesn't support Magneto. He hates him. Magneto is the first person to kill him. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Human the, the, yeah. You just whip. You just whip those. Whip those things around. Don't yeah. don't ask questions. Not my job. Don't ask just go yeah, play jump play. rope with life force. <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody better will point you in a direction and off you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, please. 
please. <laughs> Mechanically, this is a very weird card because, okay, resolve the when defeated ability and each acolyte minion engaged with you. So if you were engaged with Amelia Vaught, it says the player who defeated Amelia Vaught is confused. Yeah. I'm guessing it's considered that you have defeated her, right? And Senyaka too. The player who defeated Senyaka is stunned. So you have yeah, to sort a lot of... of these are. And then right. Fabian Cortez, same thing. The player who defeated. Right. I, yeah. I think you have to assume that it just means you do the. Thing. You. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You doing it. Yeah. Right. As if you had defeated them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Now that the. the the, we haven't talked about it yet. Maybe we should hear the teamwork keyword because if Fabian oh, yeah. Cortez is engaged with you and you get zeal for the cause, you're going to go and get another acolyte minion and put it into play engaged with you. Now you have two acolytes and the teamwork trait will trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should we talk about teamwork here? Because Why don't we? Okay. Uh, teamwork is a trait and it says... After a minion with teamwork enters play and engages a player, if there is at least one other minion that shares the specified trait in play, each minion that shares the teamwork keyword with the same specified trait activates against the player it is engaged with. So if you have Fabian Cortez out and Senyaka hits the table, also mm -hmm. they both activate, right? Yeah. Yes. Was that true, Steve? If I draw Senyaka as my encounter the turn? It yeah, if I have Fabian Cortez out and you draw Senyaka, it says a minion with the teamwork, right? They both have teamwork acolyte. So it doesn't, if it said teamwork masters of evil, they wouldn't work together. For sure, sure. Right? Mm. If there's one other minion that has the specified trait, each minion that shares the teamwork trait with the same specified trait activates whoever it's engaged with. So, wow. In a four player game, I draw Fabian Cortez, nothing happens. Natalie draws Amelia. Amelia and Cortez both activate. And Christian draws Delgado, Delgado, Amelia, and Fabian all activate. Oh, and yeah. our fourth player draws Senyaka. All four of them activate. So it like triggers, it, and not just a, an attack, a scheme as well. Sure, so, right. Whatever you yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. So you don't really, I mean, the heroes don't really want to leave them out on the table for very long because they could trigger multiple times, like out of turn, which is, I mm -hmm. think, maybe why they have lower health and lower stats. Maybe the designers mm -hmm. were thinking, oh, well, these guys could go off a few times, so let's not make them all three attack, you know, that kind of thing. Well, except yeah. for all their are strong, too, right? So... Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Trying to figure out how to manage them would be would be a lot. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, on their own, it's... it's it you They can be handled, right? But once you get one, two or three of them put on the table at the same time, there's a problem. So and, and again, you're playing you're playing a three player game. One acolyte is in play, you but not engaged with you, and you draw zeal for the cause. It then says, right? And you when defeated, okay, I don't have an acolyte out. I'm going to discard cards until I get one. I'm going to put the acolyte out. All the acolytes activate. So it, that can trigger in a multiplayer game. It can make them all trigger again. So just if one well, if the person who draws say... you for the cause doesn't have it, right? Yeah. It does say you'd have to discard cards from the encounter deck until a minion is discarded. You could so luck out. Oh, you yeah. could luck out. You could right. luck out. Right. Oh, I should say but, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. notice that either. Um, so only play with acolyte minions. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, Fabian's just pulling minions from wherever. He's pulling <laughs> mutants. I love it. They don't need to be acolytes. Yeah. 
So Steve, then the most fun thing to do to it is like, all right, so you four are playing a game with the acolytes, right? Angela, Christian, and Natalie each have an acolyte in front of them. You draw this card in your encounter. Right. You are not engaged with one, so you have to go get one. Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And when oh that my comes gosh. out. And then they all that, four hit your friends. Activate. Oh, yeah, all it. four. The one you just drew activates because there are other <laughs> ones in play. And all the other ones that are in play activate activate as well. Yeah. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So teamwork is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Makes the dream work, they say. Yeah, it does. <laughs> really fine. does in this case. Finally, some really cool minion interaction. And I think that, I mean, this is the first time we're talking about teamwork on the show. But I think they could do this often for other, right? You could have the Sinister Six with teamwork and all these oh. other things where they're smaller minions, but they have these neat abilities that could trigger more than once. They could go off multiple times and around. Wow. Yeah, I, I ho hopefully we see more teamwork from the villain side of things. It's tough. I know it's tough for us to work together, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's still one more card and we were going to let our uh, acolyte couple here go for it so uh why don't the two of you fight over who gets to read the side scheme sure we'll do every other word it is oh, oh, oh no accolade i love it yeah guide scheme each accolade minion gains guard icon. what's this icon i don't know what it's called but Hazard. it means that you Hazard. draw there we go you draw an extra encounter card uh, and then there's a boost shuffle uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, each Accolade minion from the discard pile into the encounter deck. And it's three per person uh, to start threat to start. Wow. This is a beefy uh, side scheme. Mm -hmm. Sure is. It, here they are resurrecting again. Accolades <laughs> return. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then they get the guard. So they're guarding the uh, villain once again. They're just making it harder and harder for you to attack. Uh, that's well, kind of what the they, guard forces what they you do. to defeat them to trigger their when defeated, right? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So just mm, yeah, brutal as yep. a hero. And then the hazard. So you might even in a solo game, you could draw two acolytes in one turn, so their teamwork would trigger. Yeah. Oh, or zeal for the cause. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Coming at you. This, this is a lot. good side scheme. So. Yeah. I do like the art on this card, though. I think it kind of to be able to see them all together, like fighting, to get. My boy yeah. Delgado is like giant, and then uh, yeah. Mr. Jump Ropes is in there, and he's up front. Yeah. He's like blood, <laughs> Mr. Jump Ropes. <laughs> oh, Mr. Jump boy. I guess I'm all this missed. <laughs> yeah, where, saying, where, where are you? To the traitor Amelia Vaught, just in the background, <laughs> is that dust? She's teleporting cloud. somewhere. Yeah, she's <laughs> off making out with Professor X. <laughs> Later. And, and you guys notice that Fabian is making the loser sign with his hand. He sure is. You're He's going down. down. That's fantastic. Over there. Look over there. <laughs> What's that behind you? That's what he's doing. What's that behind you? He's pointing. Yeah. Funny. Awesome. All right. So, so normally what we do with these sets is we give them a, a school rating, you know, A through F with the villain in mind, right? So an A is really good for the villains or bad for the heroes. Uh, Daniel, why don't you start it off? Sure. So this is an interesting set because if you like... I mean, this, this set proves that you just can't look at individual cards in a vacuum. Uh, these seven cards together are bonkers powerful. Um, this has got to be an A for me. First off, I love a whole bunch of minion, minion-heavy sets. And then, yeah, that side scheme, this is really good. This could really wreck a day. 
So I'm giving it an A for sure. All right. Natalie, what do you think? Um, yeah, similar. Like if, if somehow you shuffle up the encounter deck and somehow you get lucky where you kind of just have one, one minion coming out at a time. And then depending on player count, like I said, I mostly play solo. So it's like, you can maybe, um, the, the hero can maybe kind of mitigate things a little bit more, but in multiplayer, this is like deadly. So for me, I'll probably give it a B <laughs> only because of that. Mm. But otherwise it's like, yeah, it, it, it can ramp up pretty hard and then get out of control. Yeah. Solo, I can see that if, if the cards don't show up, they don't get to do their thing yeah. and they, they combo and it's a little harder to combo in solo. Yeah. Christian, Angela, uh, let's say, let's go with Angela first. One, two, three, Christian, you want to give your rating? No, you go. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a as well. I think that this is, uh, this would be tough for even, uh, Thor with his minion, uh, minion powers, uh, to defeat. So I think, um, I think I'm going to give it an A. Sounds good. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. I, I like this one a lot more than I did. Uh, now that I know more about each of these um, pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for? People we don't know. Like, I didn't know any of these people before we started. Sure. Uh, and now knowing a little bit more about them uh, I and seeing how their cards work individually, how they work as a group, I think it's really cool. So, A. All right. And I never commit to anything or put anything in writing, so I'm not going to get it right. Um, can't prove it that what? way. Uh, yeah, yeah, two hundred some shows, uh-huh. but I think you're all right on pretty close. So now, Steve, how many times have you played against these cats? Uh, I make it a, a point to play against them when we're going to talk about them. So quite a few times, and I have had the teamwork keyword like get me right. It's like if I can just make it through this round without another one of these guys showing up. Um, yeah. Uh, I like to shuffle them in with the Exodus, who we talked about last week, who's also an Acolyte, but sadly does not have teamwork. Um, but he does have a card in there that uh, forces them all to activate against you. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. you, have few, you have a few out. Yeah, it goes again. So it could be fun. I, I wouldn't say I've played against them as many times as like, you know, older sets, because they're still kind of new for us, even sure. though it's yeah box. Yeah. No, I, I think this is a group you throw into things where you just find Rhino a little too easy. Oh yeah, you know? like yep. this is a great, a great, you know, second mod set to put in for sure, or or the or your plus one that you bring to your party. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> yes. yeah, nice. plus five. Yeah, plus five. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was great. Well, Steve, this was great. Yeah, Natalie. What lovely people in the lair tonight. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, Natalie, thanks for coming on. It was great to have you on. Tell the people again where they can find your gaming stuff. Um. Yeah, so I'm on uh, like Facebook, Instagram as Board Gamer Girl, um, G-A-Y-M-E-R in the middle of that. Um, and then sometimes I'm on podcasts like these or I'm on Codenames Live sometimes on Twitch. Um, it's just a, uh, a game show um, where we play code names with different comedians or actors or board gamers and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, cool. Yep. So those are pretty much my places right now, I think. All right. We'll make sure we link a bunch of that in the show notes and uh, out on our socials. So 
And then Christian and Angela, uh, the Married and Board, where can they find you guys again? Sure. We have a podcast called the Married and Board. Uh, you can find that wherever you get podcasts. And we are on Instagram and th- threads, the new hotness, uh, yeah. just at Married and Board. Uh, oh, and if you, fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do the email thing, you can just do hello at marriedandboard.com. Yes. And Natalie, I have to say, did you notice Amelia is a nurse? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this was the character for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since I used I used to be a registered nurse. So actually right now I work for um Open Owl Studios. So <laughs> Hey. Very I thought cool. you were gonna say now I'm just gonna betray Steve. Uh <laughs> 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 oh, I should have. <laughs> well, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all so much for coming on. You know where to find them. You know where to find us. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube, Twitch, or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Bardane, Big Phone Love, Crispins, Natalie, and Wandering Tooth. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Amelia, take us. Well, I got news for you, Charlie. You failed. Your X-Men's fight for mutant rights has made it impossible for mutants to live quietly anywhere on Earth. Magneto may have built Asteroid M, but you made it necessary. Is that the best you can do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was so sad. Sounded just like her. I don't know that you chuckled humorlessly, though. No. Like, I don't know how to do that. That was more humorly. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. (laughs) Okay, one more time. One more time. Yeah, yeah. Is that the best you can do? Ha, 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 ha.